I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. Have you ever wondered why your members that have been with you year after year, month after month, way longer than your average member, what keeps them around? Do you ever wonder that? Well, in today's episode, I am going to give you a very simple solution for getting to the bottom of that question. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. Now, usually when I am talking about retention, I'm really having you focus on the first 21 days of a member journey, right? That beginning time is so important. But for a lot of my clients, we have done everything that we can to optimize the first 21 days. And so we're starting to ask questions about members who are around for much longer, You know, if your average length of stay of a member is eight months or 10 months, then you really want to understand why members stay longer. So if you don't know your average length of stay, you can go back and listen to the episode on LTV, Lifetime Value, that will tell you how to calculate the average length of stay for your members. But if you want to get insight from these members, these members that have been with you for a long time, longer than the average member is, it's actually pretty easy. Oftentimes, we forget that all we need to do is ask. I've shared this on episodes before. I talk about surveying members all the time, and yet still, we often forget to ask. So recently I was working with a client and we had answered the question of why new members join, but there was still a lingering question. What is the difference between the reason why people join and the reason why they stay? Because one thing that we know to be true, and actually one of the things that I've shared with you all before, and I know many others share as well, is that people come for the content and they stay for the community. They come for the stuff, the training, all of that, but they end up getting so integrated into your culture and making so many connections that they never want to leave. Well, is that true for your community? That's a great thing to find out. But it's different how you market to somebody to get them to convert into your program than it is how you get them to stay and what you need to be focusing on from the member experience side, which is why it's so important, just side note, for you to have somebody who's who has ownership over member experience, because it's very different than just like creating the deliverables and the offer that people will purchase. What you actually deliver, yes, it needs to fulfill on that, what you promised and what you said you're going to give them in the offer, but it needs to deliver on so much more because what gets people to stay isn't always what gets them to buy. So with this client, we said, well, let's look back at our survey data. We recently did an all-member survey, and we asked one question 
that we were able to look at to determine why people stay with us for longer. What is it that people who have been with us for over a year love the most? Now, the secret to this was we had asked two questions in that survey. One question was how long you were a member. That was a multiple choice question. The other question was an open-ended, what do you love the most about this program? So we already had the answers that we need. We actually didn't need to send out another survey. So let me tell you what we did, and then I'm going to tell you how you can do this, even if you don't already have this survey data. So what we did is we took the responses to the what you love the most about the program, and we sorted them out so that we were only looking at the responses of people who had been with us for over a year. Now, what this means is that we have annual people who have renewed for a second year, and we have our monthly people that have stuck around. Now, I will just say for this client, we've been able to get their retention rate up so high that actually the average client is staying more than a year. But for most of you listening, you're probably going to be looking at an average of about 10 months or so with how long members stay. So if you look at members that have been with you for more than a year, you're going to get some really great insight about what keeps those people around. And that's what you want to pay attention to. Okay, so we took the responses now, hundreds and hundreds and actually, maybe even a 1000 or more open ended responses. What do you do with those? Well, in the old days, we would have team members read through every single response, they would take notes, they would tag responses, and then we would add that up and we would figure out what did people talk about the most, we would look for the longest responses and go, okay, these are our raving fans, what are they saying? But now AI can help us with that. So all we did is we copied all of the responses, put them in chat GPT, which is an AI tool that can analyze data that you give it. And we told it to analyze that data and tell us the top six reasons in detail why people love the program. Now, what it didn't know is that we were only talking about people that had been with us for more than a year. So we knew that this would be related to why people stay, right? But so we asked that and it gave us six different reasons in order and descriptions for each of these using language from the responses. And that's another key that you can actually put in there. So using AI is actually all about prompting. So if we put a prompt in there that says like, I want you to read and analyze this data. I want you to tell me the top six reasons that people give that they love the program. And I want you to give descriptions for each of those six reasons and use language from the responses that I'm giving to you in that description right? We can do that specific and it will understand that and it will customize that response based on that prompt that we have given it. So all that to say, we looked at the data and no surprise here, community was the number one response. Community and connection was the number one reason that people loved the program. Now, when we go to sell the program, can we just sell a community? Can we just sell connection? No, we couldn't. Not not this program in particularly. There's a specific result they're looking for. But in the end, that's actually what keeps them around. The second thing that they said was coaching and basically the leader. So the influencer of the community. And this is important for us because we're trying to grow a coaching team. So we need to realize how important it is for that head coach to transfer her trust to these other coaches because people care so much about her and stick around for her and for each other, for the community. 
So what do you do if you don't actually already have these responses in a previous survey that you can just throw in? Well, it's pretty simple. You're just going to send out this one question survey to your members. Now, my recommendation is that If you can, you actually just send it to members that have been with you for longer than your average customer. Now, if you don't know that, again, you can go back to that LTV episode, but if you do, you can use that specifically. If you don't know it, you don't want to figure it out, just keep it simple. Anybody that has been with you for longer than a year would get this one question survey. Sometimes people like to send these one question surveys out by just literally putting it in an email. So it's like, I have one question for you. Then you put the question in the email please reply right now and let me know. Now that is one way for sure that you can do it. It definitely makes it convenient for people to just hit reply and tell you their answer. And you can copy and paste those responses. And I'm sure there's actually probably a tool that will pull those responses into something for you. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there is one. Um, But What you can also do is a Google form or a type form or an Airtable form, any type of form that you use in your business, and you can just have them click right here to respond. They click that, they just answer the question. Now, I often get asked, like, should I give multiple choice? So I think it really depends. I actually like doing open-ended answers because I think we get the most raw, real, uninfluenced responses. People used to steer clear of that because they didn't want to have to read through all the answers. But like I just shared with you, you can actually use AI tools like ChatGPT to analyze the responses for you. So now that's not an excuse, right? But you could do multiple choice. If you want to ask in multiple choice, is it coaching? Is it community? What is it? You're welcome to do that and make sure to include an other option where they can fill in other. My one hesitation with that is that Oftentimes, we think about our deliverables. We think about like, is it the Q&A calls? Is it the coaching calls? Is it the course that you get access to or whatever? But it's something more intangible than it is tangible. Just like what I saw with this client where they're talking about the community and the connection and the relationships. And they're even talking about specifically her values and the way that she coaches, We never would have put that in a multiple choice response. So my recommendation is actually that you leave it open-ended and you let them write as long of a response as they want because you're going to use AI to analyze it. Now, what question do you ask? There's lots of ways to ask the same question. The way that we asked it in this survey is what do you love the most about XYZ program? The way that you could ask it is that, or you could say something like, what have you found to be the most valuable in your journey, blah, 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 blah. You could ask, what has helped you? What part of XYZ program has helped you make the most progress? You could also say, you've been a member for over a year. That's incredible. What is it that keeps you coming back for more? I love, love, love the wording of that. Now, I've never used it, so I'm not going to tell you that that's like the best, but I do love the wording of that. So there's lots of ways that you can ask this question. There's lots of ways that you can word it. And I think there's a couple of ways that you can do this. So one is you can email it out to your members. Two is that you can post it in your community. And then three, which I think is kind of interesting, is that after somebody renews their annual membership, you could ask them this question. What is it that helped you make the decision to renew? What do you love the most? What keeps you coming back? 
So there's lots of opportunities for us to be asking this question, not just one time, but often throughout their journey. If you know anything about me, you know that I love focusing on a great member journey that weaves in all of these time-based and action-based triggers. So if you think about all of the time-based, well, time is they've been with us for a year. Okay, they're going to get that question. Or, hey, annual renewals, they're going to get that question. Or it's just like, hey, we're going to ask this because we haven't asked this question before. and We're trying to figure out what it is that people love the most about us. So long story short, I want you to ask this question of your members that have been around for at least a year. Okay, I want you to ask them what it is they love or what have they found the most value or what keeps them coming back, however you want to word it. My recommendation is that you leave it open-ended and then you can use ChatGPT to analyze the responses. And the biggest thing that I want you to pay attention to is that concept that I shared in the beginning of this episode, where I talked about how the thing that sells them is often not the thing that keeps them. So sometimes in our retention journey, we're just continually reiterating the stuff, the deliverables. And for this client in particular, they have courses that you can unlock throughout the journey and you get these like tokens or credits, and then you can unlock courses. And they're like, why are people unlocking these? And it's because for some of them, once they get in, they realize that what they're really there for is the community, what they're really there for is the coaching. And they actually don't care about the courses. That's not what's helping them the most. What's helping them the most is the live coaching calls in the community. And that's what they want. So I think for us to be able to recognize that, and then to be able to shape the messaging that we give throughout the customer journey, the member journey, to be able to start speaking more to community connection, and less to deliverables is really important information. Not only that, we're going to get great wording from our customers, which going back to the episode with the interview with Gender Dean, where I talked about really knowing your avatar, this is another opportunity for you to do that. All right. So there's your task for the week. Ask your team, ask yourself, how can we ask this question of our members that have been with us for at least a year? And what are we going to do with the insights that we gain from that? All right. Have a great week. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.